Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor presented. By Barstool News Network, it is Monday, January 27th, and Wes and I are in Iowa, and I don't know why I'm talking like a WWF wrestler. Because it was the Royal Rumble last night. That's exactly why. Okay, that's why. You didn't watch it because you were at a town hall, but Royal Rumble happened. You guys were freezing your asses off in Iowa interviewing presidential candidates while uh, Brock Lesnar was tossing out the first, like, 17... People. It was kind of Pro- lame, actually. Yeah. The Royal Rumble kind of sucked last night at first because it was just like one-on-one Lesnar versus dude. Yeah, we only watched half mm. of it before the show, but he just kept tossing. They didn't let a lot of people in the ring because he just kept tossing them out. Yeah, anyway, we real- got huge stories for you though. guys today. Wes and Will are in Iowa. They did an interview with Mayor Pete last night. They're going to the Delaney rally today. Uh, they're going to be partying. Uh, just a couple poli- of Delaniacs. Political style. <laughs> I, got a, I got a feeling it's a theory. It's just a theory that uh, if Will gets too involved with John Delaney, even though he's leaving us, he's going to leave us and he's yeah. going to join Delaney's campaign. Will gets passionate. If, if, if Delaney gets in his ear, Will might join the Delaney campaign. Yep. <laughs> he's running on double taxes. I don't, yep. I don't, well, well, yeah. We're, we're, he's going to have to be very convinced. It's a risk we so, take so every interview Will gets. Let's get into it. Talk about your Iowa trip. Well, I would say that the bigger risk tonight was the eye contact with Mayor Pete because, I mean, that was that was thick. I I didn't get any. I didn't get any eye contact. He pretty much turned his back to me, so I just I just sat there and I just sat there and nodded. I was going to ask him, uh, you know, a, a risky question, but I was worried that they would, uh, you know, tell us that we couldn't use any of this shit um, after that. And there well, was your also, camera. So what you're was, saying is, Will's going to get a you up text from Mayor Peter like three in the morning? No, I don't think no. that. Right. What I, what yeah. I was what I was saying what I was saying is that the the intensity he has he has a look on his face when he's answering your questions that. Is like he's a focused guy. Yeah. yeah, he's just he's never going to like. I was just very surprised. There was never a second where I could even like think about something else because he was giving me a very intent answer. I'm, I mean, it's impressive. In, he in real he life. might not even blink. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> so what's the skinny in Iowa? You guys are there. So Wes and Will are in Iowa, essentially covering the uh, the lead up to the Iowa caucus, which is the first big one, huge determining factor on who is the Democratic presidential nominee. Which is like a week from tomorrow, right? right. Tuesday. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And so it's getting pretty serious out yeah. here. We talked to a lot of caucus goers. Obviously, tonight we were Pete. Pete. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of Pete supporters. Uh, but we hear, pray tell, that Bernie has... Lots of mucho support in this state, but only amongst the young people. Yeah, Interesting. I mean, it's it's cold as shit here. So it, I kind of expected there to be more activity. Was cool, did you say it's cooled to shit there? Cold as cold shit. As shit. Okay. Both of those, though. It's yeah. also yeah. cool yeah. to shit. Cold as shit. Um, so I expected there to be a lot more people like milling around, like more news stuff. But really, the only thing that was going on today that we saw was the Mayor Pete Town Hall. And that's where we yeah. were. Yeah. And, you know, we got we got kicked out. By, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This was a yeah. mess. 
You got this kicked was a out. whole mess when we started this thing, man. Yeah, it didn't start didn't start very really really it started great. Started bad. So we landed here at Des Moines in the afternoon, and we're like you know rushing up because we want to get to the uh, Mayor Pete event. It was a Fox News town hall. Started at uh, you had to be in by five, mm-hmm. and so we get over there. We're interviewing people in the line, mixing it up, think everything's all good. All of a sudden, we get this like Iowa Secret Service that comes over and is like, I don't want to hey. fuck with them. They're like, hey, you no. need to you you're you're not allowed on the premises. You Dude. gotta you gotta get you gotta get over to the other thing. Dude had like a Hulk Hogan like mustache, you know, like yeah, you know, this is hilarious. I mean, yeah, he was he was hardcore dude. Fu Manchu. Um, he ended up oh, yeah, man. he had a Fu Manchu. He ended up being pretty cool in the end. He did. He got uh, me so good. He did on the last we thought we were about to get kicked out again right before we got the Pete interview. Yeah. And uh he came out and he was like he was like, I knew that you guys weren't supposed to be here. And he like, look, look straight at me. And I was like, motherfucker. Man. Yeah, he, he claimed, he claimed he's like, I'm just kidding. I talked to him. You're supposed to be here. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like, he Wait, let you back? A second well, time. They had a prearranged interview with Mayor twice. Pete. Of course, you're supposed yeah. to be there. Yeah. At the in the loading dock behind the fucking. We got kicked out once for sure before the show. And then almost got kicked out again after. The well, show. describe your outfits. Yeah, that's the thing. Is well, we, we did look we did look very suspicious. All, we're you know, very patriotic. Both had I had an American flag suit on. Will had an Ameri- American yeah. flag. Let's not you know, give too much away because yeah. Well, well look, video, I'll, I'll give a little bit away. You guys looked like um, Uncle Sam. Uh, he fake <laughs> wanted people to join the army, and he was just a cannibal, and he ate people. Whoa! You guys, guys look like uh, well like fed Uncle Sam. He looked like American <laughs> Macho King. Yeah, yeah. West I, I, I originally had some red tights on, but uh, we we thought that that was a little too much. You split so them. Were you, were, you poke, to... were you poking through in the front? No, they were, no, no. He had the jacket was covering. Okay, yeah. but but had it gotten cold enough, the, I don't think we. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, think we would have gotten like the interview. Three berries. West never talks about the size of his genitals, so no idea what he's working with down there. <laughs> Well, I, I created a kid, so I've got I've got something that works down there, but it ain't something to, anything to brag about. <laughs> Understood. Okay, well, real quick, what else are we to expect from your your uh, your trip to Iowa? What what's oh, going man. on out there? What's on All the street? All right, so uh, tomorrow, so tonight we got the uh, we got we landed. We got some some uh, man on the street outside of Mayor Pete. We got um, Mayor Pete after his town hall mm. tomorrow. We're gonna we're gonna do we're not we can't tell you exactly what we're doing in the morning. Cause that's a surprise for everybody. Mm-hmm. But don't give away storyline. Tip, give us a tip. Like what locations are you going but to? But after that, we're going to Urban Dreams. We have a little interview lined up at Urban Dreams in okay. Des Moines. Yeah, uh, little ten minute with a candidate, and uh, yeah, and then basically we're gonna talk to caucus goers. Basically, you, well, you know the biggest thing we've been trying to find out. Why does Iowa go first? Right. <laughs> okay. Why does Iowa go first? All right. Now nobody has a fucking answer for us. Yeah. All right. If no. you know, it, it, it certainly ain't the weather. No, that's not <laughs> it. All right. Well, let's get to the lightning round of other stories. Uh, well, get- yeah. You guys, uh, you, any last thoughts? Because you're not going to be on tomorrow. Because you're going to be getting a lot of good footage and flying home. No, we um, we're we're hoping to get you know. The, so far, it's been very specific to the, you know, the candidate that we've been you know, following around. So today was Pete. Tomorrow's going to be another guy. We're going to try to go around and get some just hopefully get some just regular folks yeah, we, we, around we, Iowa yeah. and, and find out what they think. Because we want to do a kind of a little mini poll. That's another goal tomorrow. Let's do a little mini poll for you guys for Predict It. We want to find out how they how, you know. Not just, you know, obviously, if they're at the Pete event, they're going right. for Pete. If they're at right. the other guy's event, they're going for him. But so, I got to say this, though. 
We did run into some Trump supporters, that's for sure. We might do like a shout out. We got a Mustang. We might do like a shout out poll. Like from, I love from that the you guys Mustang. got a Mustang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't do, make sense. Dual do drive by a shout out poll. No, yeah. Pat, you know, get a couple Pat, of Trump you know, supporters on video. Did Spider yeah. get you the Mustang? No, he did. Well, I gave Spider the credit online, but here's a little tip for everybody who's traveling, who travels uh, for any, any type of thing where you got to rent a car. Spend a little time, talk to the guy who is renting you the car, and turns out, a lot of times in the winter, he likes to joke about how nobody wants the convertible. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Oh, that's so. And then you end <laughs> Especially up for working people because it's got place. shitty storage. <laughs> he and actually it's- paid you. He paid you to take the Mustang off his hands. Yeah, yeah. basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's running short on cars, and he's like, "This idiot looks like he'll take a Mustang, so I don't have to tell old people that they have to drive a Mustang." Yeah. Yeah. Did it come with a blanket? He saw yeah. his opportunity and he took it. It was very wise. <laughs> he pawned the Mustang up on us. <laughs> All right. Well, we look forward to uh, yeah. to hearing and seeing more. Check, make sure to check out the socials at Hard Factor News at Barstool Newsnet uh, mm. to keep up with these guys what they're doing. We lost. Yeah. Uh, Do you uh, guys feel you guys feel like the trip's worth it? Because we we get we could get more trips out of this if it, if it's good content. Obviously, the one video is doing great. And if we get enough, uh, oh, is clicks, it? Is it good? Yeah, if we get enough clicks on it and it's oh. worth it, then we get to go to other places. If we do good again, it's I'll probably going to be Pat and I going next time. We might get to go to Vegas. So I'll is, tell you I, what: we're, how we we're how gonna, we tracking towards Vegas? We're gonna have we're gonna have some uh, you know some tips for sure of things maybe not to do. But I mean, hey, it's 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 two two of us running camera sound the whole time. We're, I think we've got some good stuff. So yeah, fast. I can't wait to watch Mark's camera work. No. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say that. I cannot to wait to guy. watch it's Mark's camera shaky. work on your trip. Yeah, we're gonna have to take Danny with us. Michael, right. Michael J. Fox stuff. <laughs> Look, I would I would say to everyone listening, I keep interrupting Patty. He wants to move to landing around. Everyone listening, we need you to watch every video from Iowa. We need you to at Dave and Erica and say Iowa was so good and you should send these guys places so you can get us to Vegas. Everyone listening, you got to watch the Iowa stuff. And if there's an Iowa pro that's in Des Moines that yeah. he- adheres this, it's a Hard Factor fan, reach out to at Hard uh, Factor. There already is one. I forgot his name, but I'm about to meet him at the bait shop after we wrap Word, this up. The bait so why don't you get it going to the lightning All right, okay, all guys. Right, all right, all right. So let's get the lightning round. Okay, guys. <laughs> well, I got to bring it down a notch here. Um, I think you know what story I'm going to lead off with today, and that's the tragic news of the death of Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, and seven other passengers that were on board a helicopter. So there were no survivors of the helicopter crash in Calabasas, California on Sunday. And and it's fucking wild. It's been something uh, that I personally had on my mind pretty much all of Sunday. Uh, everywhere you looked on the internet and on social media, you would see that I was not in a minority there, as Kobe was loved by millions, probably hundreds of millions worldwide. Uh, Kobe Bryant was 41 years old when he passed. Bryant was on his way to tra- to like to travel to a basketball game, an event that he and his daughter were both going to take part of. Gianna Bryant, who was 13, as I mentioned, when the helicopter crashed, sources said uh, those aboard the helicopter included uh, another player on Gianna's like I guess travel team or whatever basketball team she was on. She might be on multiple, and her parent, uh, and then like a, a, a Orange coach, Coast college right? basketball yeah. coach John yeah. Altabelli, who was like a very famous uh, college basket college baseball coach. I should say it looks like it says he um, he won four California Community College titles in his twenty four years at the school. Probably a helicopter pilot and a few others that haven't been named yet. Um, yeah. So what, yeah, you guys heard about this? It's crazy. You talked to Mayor Pete nah, about it. It's, just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it happened while we land while we were in the air. Yeah. we were flying at the same time, and then we landed, and we all we went to the baggage claim. We saw that Kobe had died, and it, we thought I thought it was not real at first. I thought it was not real. I thought Mark Mark sent a text to like about that Kobe, Kobe died. Yeah. And I was like, this what, what? he's trying to fuck with me because I just got off a plane and I don't I, I wasn't in tune to what's going on. Yeah, and then I looked it up on the news and I was like. 
Jesus fucking Christ. It was terrible, really, man. It was Kobe really was, shocking. Yeah, yeah I got, it was I got very multiple, shocking. I got multiple texts before I texted you guys. It was like, are these rumors true? And they brought it up. And then I checked yeah. the Barstool blog and, and, and verified it. And then I well, checked TMZ. And, 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 and I'll say this. I'll say this. You know, I was never a Kobe guy. I was always a Mike guy. And that was just me. But I always respected Kobe. And I always thought that he had such an impact on so many people my age that yes. so many people our, our idolized age. him. Our age, our age. Yeah. Well, I remember when he started in, in like 96. It's like we were, we were children. And, and, and he, he came and out of high a, school. He was a child he in the NBA. He came out of high school and it was very, he was one of the, the, the few success cases like Kevin Garnett and him. Obviously, Kwame Brown out of high school didn't work out. But he, he came out of high school, didn't go to college, and he absolutely fucking killed it for our generation. He actually went to the same high school that my grandfather went to. Uh, in Lower Pennsylvania. Marion. In Pennsylvania? In Pennsylvania, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like Will was saying, um, Kobe was probably the best basketball player in the world for a very long time in the post-Michael Jordan era. Uh, I also grew up idolizing Michael Jordan. I had all of his books and watched all of his games, but I, I was too young to really appreciate how good he was. Uh, that was not the case for Kobe. We, we were, you know, old enough to see and watch Kobe and see how amazing he was. Uh, he Brutalized was, people. He was Brutalized he, an assassin, the Black Mamba, just yeah. ice, like all the all the accolades, all the nicknames. Like he was just cold blooded scorer. Uh, he's yeah. one of the few athletes that was so famous and so inspirational that he transcended sports. And that was immediately apparent on Sunday. If you went on any any Internet site, talked to anyone, probably got text, went on social media and saw everything that was happening. Alicia Keys, who hosted the Grammys on Sunday night, kicked off the award show with a moving tribute to Kobe with the help of boys to men. Uh, they sang It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday because Kobe uh, was from, from Pennsylvania, near Philadelphia, as yep. boys to men were. Um, Kobe lived in Italy as a child when his dad was playing pro basketball for eight years, and then he moved back. Uh, to the Philadelphia area at an early age. He was loved in Philly. He was loved in L.A. where he won five championships over a 20-year career there. Uh, he was loved in Italy and around the world. He's on the cover of the Nutella. He was Nutella's spokesperson because of his Italian roots, which yeah. I thought was very cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. A, a, a global superstar. Yeah. I've got Italian and, and Philadelphia roots as well. That resonates with me. Neymar gave a tribute to him after scoring a goal for the French soccer club PSG on Sunday. Magic Johnson called him the greatest Laker on Sunday. Uh, the tributes are too many to mention. Bryant played 20 seasons, as I mentioned, for the Lakers, won five titles, NBA championships. He was an 18-time All-Star, 15-time All-NBA, two-time Finals MVP, a regular season MVP, and the fourth leading scorer in the history of the NBA. Uh, he was retired and had recently won an Oscar for producing a movie and was heavily involved in his daughter Gianna's. You forgot two gold medals. Two gold medals. He was heavily involved in his daughter Gianna's basketball career. He was on the late night shows talking about how passionate he was about her. She was a superstar in her own right. Uh, he, he'd been taking her to like Lakers courtside seats recently, uh, and she passed away too at the age of 13. It's terrible. Uh, Kobe yeah. and Gianna are survived by their wife and mother, Vanessa, and her and Kobe's three other daughters. It's terrible, man. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts he, and prayers. To, to he was an expander. He was expanding into like a ton of different uh, industries. He had a book publishing industry. He was making films. He was 41. He was, he was, he was he writing. Was, he was thriving in his post career. He was worth yeah. uh, $500 million. It's Apparently. Just, uh, it's, he, it's terrible. KFC, he, he tested, te or, uh, tweeted something on Sunday about how this is possibly the saddest um, professional sports death of, of our lives. Yeah, I, it's wild. I, I think, and I think he's probably right. I mean, in terms of in terms of uh, you know how young and everything, maybe Pat Tillman. Yeah, similar. Pat Tillman but, was yeah. big, but he, similar, but but, but, but yeah. he wasn't but as good in his sport. When, when celebrities so. pass, like a lot of times, people um, sometimes I don't want to say overreact, but they're they're very passionate about it, and and sometimes depending on the the people that pass, like you can tell, like Robin Williams affected me, but 
This one, this one hit hard. Like a lot of times, it's it's like, oh, so and so died. That sucks. Well, and none of and one, none of us, hit. Kobe was our idol. Exactly. Yeah, and that's imagine why it's, people that's why it's Cody, so weird. Kobe's their idol. I know yeah. that's why it's so weird. Because well, yeah. yeah, and also yeah. like sports stars like this, they're bigger than life. They like people just think like nothing bad can happen to them. And then when something like this happens to them, it really puts like just a lot of things in perspective. Like Makes holy real, shit, this yeah. can happen to any fucking right. Buddy, he know? was an, he was a legend, an icon. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey man, it's terrible. R.I.P. and and thoughts to his family yeah all right guys three rockets made direct hit on the u.s embassy in baghdad yesterday according to american officials so again there's some rocket fire in baghdad fuck apparently no one was killed thank god but there are some wounded uh reports are still unclear on how many were wounded a u.s official told cnn that one rocket hit the embassy's dining facility so these bastards we're targeting the dining facility. Which bastards? Was it the Iranians? Look, there's there are theories going around that it's that's Iranian backed. Mili- it was the bastards militia. But it's, <laughs> but but uh, no no immediate claims or responsibility have been made yet. It's a new terrorist group that goes by the bastards. The bastards, yeah. The they're they're bastards. gonna have a tough time getting. We that are name. the bastards. <laughs> that's what they call them. In, that's what they call all of them in the south, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all fucking bastards. Makes it easier. Those bastards. <laughs> those bastards. But will to answer your question, those bastards. Uh, are probably Iranian-backed uh, militia in, in Iraq. But uh, no one knows. Uh, there Come were f- five rockets fired total. Thank God there are no casualties. But Yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, it, by it, the way, a trend with their rocket shooting, no casualties. So Yeah, well, the, okay, so the, the first one definitely smelled like a uh, conspiracy to me. Uh, this one does not. So conspiracy as in they were tipped off. They tipped, conspiracy and that like they I, warned I them think they there were may be also be a conspiracy that they're bad at shooting rockets and also have yeah. shitty rockets. I just hope yeah. that the first one the was, rockets was from Acme. Our government negotiating <laughs> a uh, a peace offering, so to speak. I, I was say, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, that that's more or less it. Uh, but it's just something to keep an eye on because this shit does not seem to be stopping. In well, the this is a fun show because I've got a coronavirus uh, update. All right. <laughs> uh, because outside of the brief reprieve for feeling sad about Kobe's death all day Sunday. Uh, that's what consumes my every waking thought. It's real fun to be me uh, recently. Have you watched Pandemic uh, on Netflix? No, and I don't want to. You know what's funny, Mark? I just re-listened to some of our old episodes. You were freaking out about coronavirus last week. Yeah. So it's only going to be worse this week. No, it's it's worse. Here we go. First off, um, update. You should, you, you're from, lucky update. you weren't in the, in the Houston airport today <laughs> like I was looking at all these people with masks people walking are, around. People yeah. are DMing yeah. me and adding Flip me like shit. we're all going to die. They're, they're, people are feeding into it and they're by the way, Mark does not have a Wikipedia yet. Please, if if you're listening, put a Wikipedia <laughs> yes, please, out for, for Mark. Please. That's what I said. You can just you, the one fact you can put in is is is, is scare, scared to death of coronavirus. Of the coronavirus. <laughs> First off, update for the kid from Texas A&M. He did not have the coronavirus, but that's about the oh, only good no. news I have for you. Um, because 30 million Chinese are on travel restrictions now, as the death toll reportedly has rise to close to, to 100 by the time of this recording, and it's probably doubled since the time of the recording. Uh, although it might be higher, uh, like I mentioned, and the number of cases are in the thousands now. The big horrible new development is that the fucking ass pimple of a virus can be passed during the two-week incubation period, meaning mm-hmm. people can pass this and have to each other before they even show any symptoms whatsoever. This is right. according to the Chinese health minister. China is also building two large hospitals just for people that have like contracted the virus and are going to get to contract the virus. That's a little suspicious. It's scary as hell. So those are just like houses of horror hold on. With, with a bunch of dead people. In hold them. on, hold on. What does that tell us, that, that the country of China, where the virus is originating from, are already in construction of hospitals? Like two, and they're going to be up in, within 10 days, and they're monstrous-sized. There's a lot of rumors uh, going around. there's a bad Bad epidemic you, and that and that people yes. say that they knew about it. Before. If you want to talk conspiracy theory, a lot of people are talking that 
um, the death tolls and the thousands and the China's That's what hiding I think. numbers, and that it's very, very bad. Um, look at look at neocon Pat over there, bro. That's I'm very, just saying, uh, no way. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, if, if 50 people have today. died, they're 100, not hundred. They're not building two hospitals. No, the fucking thousands have died. In my opinion, it's it's really bad and it's spreading very quick. Uh, corona has now uh, coronavirus has now spread to at least 12 other countries, including Thailand, Japan, South Korea, mm-hmm. Taiwan, Vietnam, Singapore, Nepal, France, Australia, Malaysia, Canada, and the U.S. With some of those countries having several cases, the U.S. cases are rising, and there were at least five known uh, with multiple in California one in arizona in the first case from seattle washington as we talked about at the time of this recording so at least five in the u.s i am losing sleep and probably hair over this which i can't afford no, and the yet hair. the got, cdc the and the world health organization have not declared this a global health emergency yet which is well, absurd I mean, absurd yeah. that's absurd not, i keep Why thinking about this here, here because when you declare it a health or global health i know there's like a panic that comes in that but people are already panicking, and what happens when you declare it a global health thing is, like, you get the aid you need, you get the government supports you need, you get the U.N. support. Like, you have to go ahead and take the yeah, first step. Yeah, but there's step. only one case in America. Five. I think well, there's another one. Not, yeah, five in, cases in already. No, bro. Five case cases, and there's, like, five in France. There's, like, five. Like well, I know you're in Des Moines, yeah. Iowa, where the virus can't live because it's right. too cold, but down here, in, down here in the regular uh, United States where viruses can incubate because... Regu- there's between 12 and 20 countries with multiple cases. It's bad. Here, I keep thinking about this, bro. I keep Keep thinking Bye. about it. Here's the situation. Can I screen my Amazon Prime Now driver for coronavirus? Because if yeah. so, that's how I'll root this thing out. If I can guarantee that the person bringing my stuff, and I've not left the hard factor house since I moved in two weeks we ago. We order so much I shit from Amazon. Anything. We order so much shit from Amazon. So as long so, as I can make sure that the driver doesn't have corona, listen, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to do it for the World <laughs> Health Organization. This is a global health emergency. Declared. <laughs> Sounds like you're declaring it in a very... Clear, yeah. calm state of mind. Mark, Mark, put that Mark in the Wikipedia. Mark, need, Mark, you want to tell the people your last name? So put Wikipedia. Uh, Borgi, as I said, I was Italian. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mark Borgi, build a Wikipedia for him. And he, he, what he just said, that's Wikipedia worthy. That's right. We're relying First on you. First to declare this a national global health emergency. Yeah. All right, guys, in big news, <laughs> Andrew Yang qualified for the eighth presidential debate, eight out of 12 to be exact, uh, to be held in New Hampshire on February 7th. Yang gang! <laughs> Anyone else feeling that? Yang gang! Yang's back. Yang's back, baby. Uh-oh. He did not qualify for the last debate, but he is in now. Uh, I didn't miss him because he doesn't talk in him. Yeah, Yang is the seventh candidate to qualify for the New Hampshire debate, joining our boy Uncle Joe Biden, the hair smeller, uh, friend of Hard Factor and frequent guest Pete Buttigieg, yes. Amy Klobuchar, Bernie Sanders, Tom Steyer, and Liz Warren. Uh, to qualify, candidates need to hit 5% uh, in four polls approved by the Democratic National Committee or 7% in the New Hampshire, Nevada, or South Carolina poll. Yang hit that in the Washington Post slash ABC News national poll at 7%. And then in a second poll, the CNN University of New Hampshire. What a, what a joke. He's 7%. at 25%. He's at 25% in uh, There's CNN. There's no way he's at 7%. That poll is at 25% where? in the poll? In CNN slash University of New Hampshire poll. No, that's wrong. It's, wow. it's correct, bro. No, that's wrong. Pat has has misstated a fact there. There's no way. There's no way he's at twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. No, I mean, that's no, like no. leading the pack. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna live fact check without fact checking. That's oh, incorrect. Me, I'm doing a fact checking right here. hundred percent true. No, we got our boy overall. They what? asked. They asked four people. And he was one person said, Yang, that that's your 25 percent. You did live fact check, man. For some reason, my article yeah. was wrong. Yeah, of course. There's no fucking chance he was at 25. Yeah, no, but no way. He got 25 percent in any poll in any poll in the history of any polls. Yeah, whatever. Not, he's he's at one to two. 
nationally. Sometimes I got to keep you boys on your toes. Yeah, Sometimes thanks. I got to keep you on your toes. And it was 5%. But he did qualify. He's at five yeah. on both polls. And he, he's qualified. Yeah. That I know. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much Yang is a shoe-in for who's going to be, get, be getting the least speaking time yes. on predictit.org. So if you want to gamble, make some cash. And by the way, I've become an alpha cash daddy this week on, nice. my, on my Yang uh, tweet market tweets. I'm crushing on them. In all seriousness, it does take a little bit more effort than sports gambling, but it's a lot more exciting, and you have a better chance of winning. So get on predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20. Your first $20 when you sign up for an account, if you put at least 20 in, we will match that 20 Get in now before the February 7 debate so you can throw 40 bucks, the 20 put in plus the free 20 we gave you, on the least speaking time yet. Yeah, that's going to be a win. You Absolutely. get in early, and you will be an alpha cash daddy just like me. I agree with you, Pat. I do want to say one thing, though. I don't think that it is harder than sports gambling. Oh, I guess what I mean is... Uh, it, it's I, think kinda... it's, I think it's easier. What I think are... it's easier than sports gambling, I, too. I, I, harder is, is, is an interesting word, because what I mean is, okay, so like, let's say you throw a bet on who's going to win the Super Bowl. I think, saying it requi- I think what Pat's here. saying is it requires more brain thought than picking a team and then never looking back until the game's halfway over. But that's over. exactly tweet, my point. That's, my, that's exactly my point. But this Sweet is my markets point. is the only thing that yeah. you can make attention. it. You could make a bet tomorrow on who's going to win the, the Super Bowl. Right. And then that bet is done. It's in. You could make a bet right. on like, who's going to win. How something easy and is it for it. me to say Kansas City Chiefs are going to win? That's easy. They're going to win. Done. But what's cool and predicted is you can make cash 10 times on the same bet. By yes. selling, selling, buying, selling, buying, because it's a stock market. Keeping your eye on it. That's yeah. what I mean, boys. Predictit.org slash promo. Much easier to make money. Slash hard factor 20. Get a free 20. <laughs> All right, guys. A 62-year-old Arizona man was ticketed in Arizona. Shocker. On his daily commute this week for driving in the HOV lane without any human passengers. That's not good. Uh, he did try and disguise that, though. According to the Arizona Department of Public Safety, a trooper pulled over the man after noticing he had a fake skeleton riding in his passenger seat. <laughs> you can try harder picture. than that. Did, I saw he, picture. did he dress yeah. it up in like clothes or what? Just a hat. Just a hat. Just a hat. And it was, he, put, he put some clothes on it. Yeah. Just, Just a hat. hat. And it was it? like it was like a disgusting bony skeleton to the point, West, that I saw it was like silver bones. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not even like a real skeleton. To the point, West, that the, that the cop drove driving by at 65 miles an hour could clearly tell it was a skeleton. So he's he's either got a dead body that's decomposed for 10 years or he's pulling the wool over someone's eyes. Either way, he needs to be pulled over. He was ticketed. Uh, he's one of 7,000 HOV uh, lane violators every year, but the first to be caught with a skeleton passenger this is piss born embarrassing yeah. more effort than this someone in april of last year uh got a mannequin which looks a lot more human and completely better and completely dressed it up so this guy was like he had the, I, he had the right idea oh, but shit. but he didn't he didn't execute it well Hold on, i got a thought now, i'm actually loving this now because if you get pulled over by a copy of a skeleton in your passenger uh chair here's what you do cop pulls up and he goes Hey, you, sh- is, you don't say you don't say I murdered her. No, no, you say this is my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is That's my what, wife, yeah. and I don't like to be apart from her. Didn't Out we, of the ticket. Didn't we do a story where some guy was driving What's around up? his dead wife? Yeah, yeah, if you pretend that it was your dead wife and that you, you love her so much. you say you're crazy, but they might take you in and be like, you can't drive because you, you're crazy. You, yeah, Pat think, clearly hasn't seen a, the picture. This was like a, it would literally be a, a 15 to 20 year dead body. You never know. All right, guys, Pythons, let's talk them. Uh, We have results from the event that will most certainly be attending next year and Mm -hmm. perhaps is the biggest sporting event of the year. That's right. I'm talking about the Python Bowl. 
Python Bowl sounds like a dream compared to Iowa Caucus. One hundred. Certainly a, a lot warmer. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Pythons would all be dead in Iowa. Well, guys, I got, got a single so live python so in this whole state. That'd be so dead. <laughs> we had the Pro Bowl yesterday, and that which which was dog shit. And we had the Python Bowl, two huge events leading up to the NFL Super Bowl. Twenty twenty, the Python Bowl removed eighty invasive Burmese pythons from the Everglades. Everglades, excuse me, while simultaneously mm. raising awareness about this important conversation. Ah. I can't talk. Conservation issue. Yeah, the winners of the removal competition of the Python. A lot Python of conversation is in those Evergrades. No, I. Oh, fuck you, Will. Uh, <laughs> we're announced. What if, the, what if they combine the Python Bowl and the Puppy Bowl? That would be. Let me finish the fucking fu- story. That would be a massive event. That would be a fucked up So event. the removal winners of the 2020 Python Bowl were announced at an awards ceremony hosted at the venue that will be hosting the second most important sporting event of the year, Super Bowl Live in Miami. And the winners, guys, in the pro and amateur competitions. So for most pythons, Wes, in the pro division is Mike Kimmel, who was the grand prize winner, taking home a Tracker 570 off-road ATV. Eight pythons. Eight pythons. Seems like a low number for me for 10 days in the Everglades, but whatever. Uh, The python's a big snake. Yes, that's true. So the rookie grand prize winner was Christian Hernandez, also won a Tracker 570 off-road, for getting six pythons. So there's two di- two divisions, pro and amateur. Could you imagine going yeah. to a bar like uh, with your with like your wife like the night that the Python no, Bowl no no com- like on, the Python man. Bowl competitors are having their after party and you roll up into a bar and you're like oh shit yeah it's just like a cuck porn yeah, yeah I, I made a mistake yeah it's like it's like that's just like a guy getting his wife stolen yeah, yeah. yeah. a dead Python you don't, you don't do that. a dead Python is so much better yeah, than he a motorcycle apologizes to them. <laughs> Yeah, first prize was they took whoever's wives they wanted at the after party. That's true. All right, guys. Sorry, sorry for not not yeah. wanting you to take her at yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. Mister. Yeah. <laughs> Round on me. Have fun, boys. <laughs> okay, so let me get through this. For longest okay. longest python in the pro division, Tom Rahill. Was also Mike Kimmel. was just his dick. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a snake. Tom Rahill caught Mike Kimmel's dick. <laughs> Mike was very surprised and then aroused and then upset. Uh, Tom Rahill won two grand for a 12 foot 7.3 inch python. It's pretty long python, boys. And then uh, I win this every year. What's what's the poundage on that python? Uh, It didn't say the poundage, boys. Uh, This was was length, not heaviest. That's next. Christian Hernandez won again in the rookie division for a uh, 11.65 inch python. And then uh, for heaviest guys, for heaviest. The pro winner, Tom Rahill, again, won yeah. for a 62-pounder. Two grand. It's probably the same fucking it's probably the same thing. Yeah. Same he snake. Got, no, it would have to be different. No, no, and the longest python was 12 feet, was really 7, 3 inches by this Tom Rahill guy. You're saying he got a shorter, fatter. No, yeah. that, that snake, that competition's stupid because <laughs> the winner of one wins both. Okay, we're not arguing the semantics of who it or what should be awarded. Yeah, with the I would, python I would contend that not a lot of thought went into the prizes guys. at the python bowl. <laughs> Guys, we can, <laughs> guys, we can work this out next year at the Python Bowl. Okay, Wait, Pat's so, so upset. So, so just... our boy, our boy didn't win. The guy who's going to sleep in his truck and, and the, no, the guy that's... no, he didn't win this year. Yeah, right. Right. He got eaten. And then the heaviest for the rookie division was Dave Mucci, who won two grand for a uh, fifty footer, fifty pounder. Excuse me. Nice, good story. All right, so more than seven hundred fifty people from twenty states registered for this ten day ten day competition. Competition. We'll be back next year for the Python Bowl. We can't wait. Uh, And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
Keep an eye on our socials. The boys are in Iowa. They're going to be giving us updates on the uh, Iowa cockeye. Every click counts. We're trying to get to Vegas. And, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> if you haven't, give us a follow on social media, at Hard Factor News, at Barstool News Network, at Hard Factor West, at Hard Factor Will, at Hard Factor Mark, and at Hard Factor Pat. We expect Mark to have a Wikipedia. That's Mark Borgie. He's afraid of the contravirus. And have a great fucking Coronavirus. Coronavirus. You're nailing it today. <laughs> I gotta come to Iowa. Love you. Have a great fucking day. complete basketball player in the game today. He has an assassin's mentality. I said this week, I said this when the trade went down, and I'll repeat it again. Who's starving more for an NBA World Championship more than Kobe Bryant? There is no one. This guy is highly motivated. What separates Kobe from the pack? More than Kobe Bryant. There is no one. I'm just lost for words. I mean, he's amazing. Pass me the-